Hey folks, what are the Redneck Country Podcast? You're on with Real Redneck Tom Millard. Of course, we got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill. Tom Bill, are you there? I am here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. I don't know about that. I haven't been outside as normal. Well, I'll tell you one of the things that makes it a beautiful night. I'm sitting in my chair here, and beside me, I have this sign that says, Tea Time Anytime. Tea Time Anytime. What? Right there, right (laughs) beside me in my podcast uh, studio. Nothing says manly like Tea Time Anytime. That's it. Nice cup of old LED. (laughs) And a a couple of purple knitting needles sitting there, some some metallic. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, they were were quite flashy. What are you working on right now? Socks? Scarf? Uh, I'm not telling you. It might be your Christmas present this year. <laughs> I hope they were the <laughs> right gauge. <laughs> yeah, you'd know. <laughs> the things you, you learn when you got to buy some knitting needles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I appreciate that. Well, Merry Christmas. And it was a little late coming, but... Yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, who else we got with us tonight? Sitting beside me, as always, is Patriarch Redneck Country, my father, real redneck, Domilar dad, is your mic hot? It's hot, and it was a lovely night for a walk to a podcast. Oh, a walk. Did you wear your clickety clacks? Nope. Didn't have to. Walk on the road. No spikes. Walked on the road. He's on walking on the wild side. Yep. <laughs> I'd sooner Good take deal. on the cars than the ice and snow on the sidewalks. It is one of those days where I think spring is around the corner, but it can't come soon enough. I can't do anything out in the garage. I can't work out outside. It, it's just minus 21 one day, and... It's going to be plus eight this this, this week. It's ridiculous. I heard that. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Anyway, so what, uh, where are we going this week? Well, I think before we get rolling, we just got to give uh, a, a respectable shout out. It is kind of a a bummer. I just tell it how it is. But we lost one of our own this week. And so it's been a little tough around here when you say, what'd you do this week? But uh, my cousin, Matt, and my dad's nephew, uh, he was one of our own real redneck, redneck country, crazy fisherman, and uh, lost him to 37 years old to liver disease. So it's kind of a, but we got to pay our respects because he was a good, he was a good dude. He was a real redneck. He's one of us. Yeah, my condolences to you and your family. That sad times, I, yeah. I can't imagine. Thank so. you, Bill. It was, it was a sad day. Yeah. So, but we will fish. In his memory, when we hit the gun club, we'll remember he was, he went with us a bunch of times at the gun club, natural hammer targets. So we'll, uh, yeah, we won't forget him. That's for yeah. sure. All the best to you and your family in this time. It's, it's never easy. And you're right. Yeah, you yeah. never forget and, and do stuff in his honor. That That's all you can do yep. right now. That's you got it. Be together. Truth. True story. So from there, we will try to flip that. And uh, in redneck fashion, because that's who he was anyway, and we will go on and talk about our redneckness. And so, Dad, we know what me and Bill did this week. Yeah, we got to save that one a little bit. Oh, we've got a story. And then last week, I tried to coerce Dad into telling kind of a controversial story about his old hunting buddy, which we can, it's a pretty quick story. And I think, I think... We're going to be able to tell it. I might have to, to, to edit some things, but we'll see how dad tells it. But aside <laughs> well, from we'll that, you know, dad, do you care to share what you did this week? Aside from anything like that we've already mentioned. But the only thing I did this week was, uh, was, uh, went to the gun club once and, uh, went to an inner club once. And I was, uh, pretty, 
pleased with my confidence and my shooting. I had a couple good scores, but I also had a couple bad ones. Just couldn't keep it together either time, either at the practice or at the inner club for the whole 50 because clothes and weather. And then on, on Sunday in the inner club, it was only three of us, two guys oh, didn't show up. Let me spot. tell you, that was tough. Oh. I used to enjoy um, lesser number squads because when you roll in that good score, you want to get it over with as fast as possible, yeah. right? And keep that gun coming up and keep hammering targets. The less time you have to think, the better. Yeah, but, I used to do that. I used yeah, to, to be just two in a squad. But, but now, now my arms. Well, with the shoulder. My gosh, they were so tight. Like I had just finished arm day. <laughs> and like, like my, because I work out Sunday? Sunday. I work out six days a week oh, anyway. So my it. muscles are super tight right now anyway, because it's also bulk season. But Man, was it, it was killer. Like my muscles were like, like rock tight after the first 25 and I'm got to shoot another exactly 25. Why. So I know for you, I know exactly why. Uh Oh, why? Well, I mean, you're just not used to walking so much. But <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I, and I think that was part of the issue. Where oh, from the day before. Yeah, you're not wrong. We'll get into that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm still feeling the effects of that. No doubt. I'm Darn not near killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, my shoulder is still coming back, too, from having the, the muscles ripped off, that bone, that whole, I don't know how to describe it. but He's uh, so raw when he wants sympathy, eh? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, well, I, my shoulder, you know, I kind of, I might have tore a, a ligament or so, tore, but oh, no, he's like, muscles where my off. muscles were ripped off my they are. bone. Yeah. <laughs> one of those dolls that your daughter has where you rip the arm off and put it back on or something like that. They are. <laughs> it's like a horror movie. He's gone through a horror movie, folks. He recovered, I'm, I'm and serious. now he's gone shooting, and we're going to hear about it. And you're going to hear about it. Will you be quiet? He actually just got me. Off the bone, and I'm told that there's Children's other services. There are other mechanisms <laughs> that you can use, but I still can't get my arm as high as I'd like to, and it gets tired in a hurry. And with only three in the squad, not three at the shoot, but three in the squad that you're shooting, they could even have time to rest the gun in between. And there was a couple of times I went to put the gun up and couldn't get it there. I had to put it down and then throw it up higher. Is again. that what was breaking our rhythm? And I couldn't the, yeah. figure it out. And then I wasn't getting the gun in the right place <laughs> each time. But I needed to slow down a little, but either way it was tough. But I, I shot a, I shot one good score in one round, but not the other. And Wednesday night of practice, I shot a 24. I was pretty pleased with that 24 and that cold and, and all bundled up with clothes and can't move. But I liked Wednesday night too. Wednesday night was good for I me. Just gotta put them together to shoot a, a good fifty. That's all. So. You wait till the summertime comes. I shoot with Frank's dad, and uh, he's got a shoulder problem too. And it, it's kind of it's kind of scary the way he shoots. He, he one arm, you know, he, he shoulders the gun the way it's supposed to, and this other arm because he can't extend it to the the, the forend, he puts it right behind the trigger guard. Yeah, that's and where holds I am. the gun like that. Well, I'm not and in front the of the trigger guard, guard wow. or behind the trigger guard. Just in front. Just, a, just, just in, in front. Uh, yeah, in the action. Just in front. Well, I'll tell yeah. you, there was a shooter in St. Thomas, Tommy Allen. Uh, he's passed away now, but he would tell me hold the gun way up there. He want me to hold the wow. gun right just in front, right right under the action. Well, I, I don't. I usually hold it out further, but since this injury, I can't. I have to move the gun. I have to. Put my arm back. Well, he shoots the heaviest the gun on the shoots the heaviest gun on the planet. So I am, I am learning to shoot different, hold the gun different, and I'm also still forcing myself every time I reach for the milk or anything in the fridge. I force myself to use my left <laughs> arm to reach up in the top shelf because I'm not 
I'm not. I'm glad he used that analogy because I would believe motion. Yeah, I would believe he's reaching for food when he's working that arm out. No, the milk's <laughs> on the top shelf. Everything else is reachable. <laughs> it, you, you, when you give Todd a swat, you use that arm too. Oh yeah, I do. I it's, it's, it's handy. That's why I don't <laughs> feel it. But no, it's, yeah. it's a tough go. I'm telling you, it's, uh, but I'm working on it. It's getting better all the time. But good gee, deal. Well, I don't know how long it's been now. It's been quite a while, a lot of months. Yeah. So yeah. So then, I don't know if Dad mentioned it. I don't want to sound cocky or arrogant or anything, but I shot already? a forty-eight on the Wednesday night league. Yes, he did. And he no, your dad didn't mention it because he knew you would toot your horn. But there came in a forty-nine, so bridesmaid. Uh, yeah. Jeez, that that was bridesmaid. The bridesmaid comment I sent you there. It was. That was that was scary. That was almost as scary as the text pictures you fired me at two in the morning one night. It's almost <laughs> as scary as that. And he started out with a with a twenty four in the singles at the inner club. I did, and then folded like a cheap long. Chair yeah, the, the caps weren't oh. working for me. <laughs> Caps weren't working for me. No, well, but I got to give another shout out to our good buddy, Ken Smith, who's put another 49 down on the board two weeks in a row now. Yeah. He's coming to play. That's I for tell sure. you what, like he is, he, he was all smiles. I'm so proud of him too. It was awesome. But the worst, the best part about that for you is he can't win anymore now. So you, oh, you get no, a chance no, no, the inter- club. The, he can the inter- win club. every week. Yeah. At the inter- oh, on the, yeah. On the Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday, you can only win twice. But on the, <laughs> at the Sunday inter- clubs, yeah, you can win that money every week. Well, that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, yep. good. We got some, some stories, too. We got gonna... some stories. So I want to save our. So for everybody listening, yeah, yeah, coming up, so. Bill made the trek. To my neck of the woods, literally. I did, literally. <laughs> literally, and we went smashing some rabbits. But prior to that, we need to stick with the days of lead kind of thing and and hit one of Dad's old school stories because I want him to tell this. And hopefully he can he can wrap it up pretty quick and I don't have to edit it out a whole lot to keep us out of trouble. <laughs> Is there uh, disclaimers that we have to have here or, you know, uh, voiceovers that we have to do, like witness protection well, programs? he's not going to mention names. He can mention right. one name because yeah. he was there and his buddy that, that was one, but... Uh, I would implore him not to mention names <laughs> on the other side, but yeah, I'm excited. Cause I think this one is like our small game episode because I think so. I, that we, we went rabbit hunting and, and we did all right. And then this story that I want dad to tell is when they went pheasant hunting, which we don't get to do much of, unless you go to a game farm. And yeah. I mean, I've seen one wild pheasant the whole time that we've been hunting. We were hunting a goose pond and we shot a goose. It went down in the, in the, rushes on the edge and went in and put a pheasant up while I was in there. And I'm like, dad, did you see that? And it flew across the pond. Do you remember that dad? Oh, I do. I remember that. And we're like, yeah. holy crap, this just turned I into think- a pheasant hunt. And so we started tracking that pheasant down in that we never did end up getting it, but we put it up a couple times. Yeah. I think that's, that's funny. You say that one time I have, n- I've never seen a pheasant in the wild. You know, um, I've never been on a game farm farm to, to, to catch uh, catch opportunity at that. But yeah. this year at the hunt camp, there was a pheasant. A wild pheasant? And, yeah, wild pheasant. <laughs> it never seen it before. You know, it had, it had lots of partridge. Don't get me wrong. Rough grouse partridge. Yeah. But never, ever have we seen pheasants up there. And we saw one this year. Other guys at the camp saw one. I didn't see it, but... That's awesome. It was a, a rumor. Yeah, yeah I hope they're making a comeback. I really do because they're a—they seem like a fun bird to well, hunt. I'll and say, game farm. 
Uh, nobody hate me on this, but game farm for me, boring. Uh, a pheasant hunt on a game farm. Anybody that owns a game farm, much power. Anybody that wants to go on those pheasant hunts the first time, absolutely a blast, right? But for me, they because they, they tuck the head on the wing because they want to make sure you're successful, right? And you can get on yeah. them and stuff. And so the I've done it a, a, a few times. You still got to hit them. Yeah, but that's it. it. They're not difficult because the dog goes on point. You know it's there. Okay, we're ready to rock. And then the dog runs in. It's not like a North Dakota out in the middle of a field. You're you're on a path of the woods or the edge of a field or whatever. Like that pheasant's going straight up. And then it's wait, because if you don't, it's a pile of feathers puffing in that air, right? And so to me, it just, I don't want to sound cocky. I could have saved that comment. See, I don't want to sound cocky or arrogant, but they're just easy. So we've gone on. Yeah, right. Hey, count them. Click, click. So we've gone on the game. Now, we have another spot that we go to, not sponsor anything, but Exeter Game Farm is a blast. But we get uh, Bob White Quail. And, and the way that he's got that set up, that's that's a pretty cool deal there. He's got a huge field, different plots across it, and you buy whatever. We buy 20, 20 Bob White quail and then throw them in the – hop in the back of the, the pickup truck in a cage and just drive along and just chuck them uh, down into the tall grass. And he's got, like, all kinds of different stuff planted, just different fescues and stuff like that, surrounded by, like, a giant uh, – it's a giant U-shaped field with woods all the way around. And then you go back into his barn that he's got there and hang out for an hour or so. And then they'll, they'll coo and they'll all covey up into five or so. Right. And then three, four here, two over there. And, and then he's got some dogs and away you go. And, and that's a little more and the quail, they're smaller, they're quicker. So that's a little more enjoyable. I just find the pheasants is just like target practice. They, they flush like uh, the quail? a pheasant. Yeah. Or the, do they, Oh no, they take just, off. They'll they'll yeah, jump they and they go. Don't sit. They, they don't, don't sit like a pheasant. Yeah, like will. a pheasant will sit and then it'll run along the ground. And if it's yeah. too farm farm raised of a pheasant, like it just runs on the ground forever, right? And then it's like oh, finally wow, it'll it'll too. flush, but they run. But yeah, the the quail, it's pretty cool. I I don't mind the quail. The the bob white chucker, not as bad either. Chucker a bit smaller than pheasant, and we've done those too. But I really enjoy bob white quail. We have a blast. We should do. We should do a, a hunt. We should do it. Get my brother. Then, get my brother down. The, the big tip is you go in the afternoon hunt so that you get the ones that the guys in the morning missed. <laughs> we yeah, th- we went. Dad went. We paid for twenty, and we came home with twenty six. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. It is. It's a good time. It's fun. Oh, yeah. We have a blast doing it. We've done it a couple of times. It's really good fun. Yeah, yeah we'll have to do yeah. it. Absolutely. So, so this story is around a pheasant hunt. So this it? is a pheasant hunt. So, yeah. Dad? Well, we used to hunt pheasant, wild pheasants. And we could pick a day and say, okay, we're going pheasant hunting today. Because we, we had a few areas where we knew where to find them. Now, they were still hard to find. And you didn't... Uh, you didn't get a lot of them, but it was exciting when you did because it wasn't like hunting geese or ducks where there was plentiful. Uh, you had to really hunt for them. But we used to do, we'd say, okay, let's do a pheasant hunt and specifically target pheasants. But they have a, they have a game preserve where you're only a, near us and you're only allowed to hunt certain days. And we knew there was pheasants in there. Game and, preserve, like it's it's controlled by the ministry. Yeah. Big piece of woods, okay. field, ponds, and it, it's like, uh, for those that don't know, like a conservation area. area, but it's not, but it is, it's it's controlled like that. 
Yeah. And so right. you had a, but it's actually called, yeah, it's what it, what is it? A wildlife sanctuary. I think is what that's. Oh, no, you can't hunt sanctuaries, but, but I, I think that's know. what they call it now, but they open it up on a couple of days. Yeah. It's, Certain it was, days of the week and stuff like that. I think it used to be Monday, Thursday, and Saturday that you could hunt. Those were the only three days you could hunt and you had to park in the parking lot and then you could just go and wander around and hunt. Take your dog and Wildlife hunt. management area is what it's called. Yeah. So anyway, this particular day, and Ron and I decided, well, let's go see if we can find some pheasants. We'll go, we'll go to this wildlife management area and take Mitzi, and away we go. Well, there was probably three or four cars there, so we knew there was other hunters in there at the same time. So we start out, and we'd hunted it quite a bit, so we knew which way to go and where the valleys were, the ditches, and and uh, the, the rushes that, that held birds. And we had Mitzi there to, to find them for us. So anyway, we were walking along this fence row, and there was fence rows because the farmer's field, uh, they they uh, they harvested, they planted and harvested there. It wasn't just all wild. It was There was crops and then wild spots. So we're walking this fence row, and this, this guy come out at the other end of the fence row, and he was quite a ways away, and he started walking towards us. And I said to Ron, and Ron... I'm with Ron, my buddy, and he uh, he's a common sense guy, and he would get uptight and lose his temper at people that didn't seem to show common sense. And I can remember his <laughs> wife used to say, I, "I hope you're going hunting with Don because he'll keep you he'll keep you grounded." And she used to say, <laughs> "You know, I'm glad he's hunting with you. When you guys get on different shifts, I worry about him because his temper gets the best of him sometimes." And so he just hates it when people don't have common sense. And I said, this is not a good thing. He just doesn't like stupid people. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's I walking. Get that. Yeah. I really do. Right? Yeah. He's, walking, <laughs> he's walking right to us down the fence row. And I said, and I mean, he saw us hunting this fence row and he walked right across the field and then started to come down the fence row towards us at the other end of the field. And I said, this is not a good thing. And I'm thinking, okay, we should change. Why should we change? He's the idiot. I said, I know, Ron, but we should just move aside or whatever. He obviously is coming right at us. And I really honestly don't know. I can't put yardage on how far away he was, but up come this pheasant and this pheasant flew right at us at just over the fence, like be just over our heads. If it if we were standing there and this guy brought the gun up and I said, he's going to shoot. And we turned our backs. Of course we had our, our heavy, uh, what do you call that stuff? Canvas. Duck cotton duck coats and so we turned our back and he shot and he actually bounced the shot off our backs it no way through, yeah it didn't go through the coats but it was like the shot carried far enough that it it peppered our backs and our hats it didn't hurt or anything but it it, it did hit us so that's that's you know it just kept coming and and he did not, I can't believe he would have done that. Like, he, did he not see you or did he no, not care? He saw that us. He was just so anxious to get a bird, you know, like he, they're hunting and he was there to get a bird and it meant everything to him to get that, to get a bird before anybody else. And he's going to hunt where he wants to hunt and he's going to get a bird and he don't care about anybody else. And so you could tell that this guy is a friend. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just, that was his attitude because he did hit it. It come down. But it didn't. He didn't kill it, and it was kind of running, and it kept running towards us. And he started. And of course, he knew we were there, and and we had guns. And he's yelling, "That's my bird! That's my bird! Don't shoot that! That's my bird! That's my!" And he's yelling the whole time. He's running up the fence row at us. That's my bird. 
Well, I could see Ron's fist tight, and I could see him getting madder by the minute. This, this guy was not showing common sense here. And that bird ran up to us. Now, and, pause. Yeah. Bill, if someone bounced shot off your back, what would you do? <laughs> I, I would definitely have to have a... <laughs> would your fist well, clench? Yeah. Would you... The, the, the gun would be unloaded and put down, first of all, and then him and I would have a conversation one-on-one right? about the importance of not shooting towards other people. I've got cheeks and to depending turn. Depending on the amount of witnesses, <laughs> yeah. we'll see what happens from there. I've got cheeks to turn, but they both turned when the shot came oh, my way. <laughs> I tell you what, I, that, that would have got my feathers ruffled for sure. It, it, I, not only are you shooting close to me, but you're shooting close enough that the shot lands on me. Now yeah. we're going to have a conversation. It wasn't, it wasn't up in the air and then came down. Like it was, it was down the fence row. So it was coming. And, but I, I didn't get all that excited because it was that far away. And I knew that we turned our backs and I knew we weren't going to die or anything, but the, but the pellets did bounce off our coats. And so I thought, well, this guy's pretty stupid. We need to have a word with him. <laughs> well, anyway, that pheasant made it up to us and Ron just stuck out his foot and, Tromp down on that bird and held it on the ground. And uh, so that guy's yelling, that's my bird. That's my bird. So neither <laughs> this, one of us This is my favorite part of the story yeah. right here. He, he come up. He, he's kind of out of breath. He says, I hit that bird. That's my bird. And Ron looked at him and he says, you're right. That is your bird. And Ron pointed his gun at that bird point blank. Kawoom! And he blew that thing <laughs> wide open. He bent over and he picked it up. Guts and blood and everything hanging all over. And he smushed it into that guy's chest and rubbed it all over his coat. Then he took the guy's arm that was holding the gun and pulled it up and held, put it on the bird to hold that. He says, hold that bird there. That's your bird. Now get out of here and don't you ever come back. <laughs> so he left. And Ron, Ron was Ron was a big dude. So he left. <laughs> there wouldn't have been much left of that there bird if he shot left it. of that bird. Well, and, you've seen a rabbit yeah. at ten yards, and and I was yeah, I was I standing there, and I'm going, I was standing there going, oh, thank goodness, Ron never hit him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it took a, a whole lot of self-restraint, that's for sure. <laughs> and that's just, you know, I mean, back then things were a lot different too because you could you could have probably got away with hitting them and not getting charged and all that kind of stuff and losing yeah. your firearms. Yeah. Things are different these days. you got to be, you okay. know, even that, that temper flares, people, even when you're 100% in the right. Oh, I don't matter. Somebody, somebody yeah, it doesn't matter. It don't anymore. matter. You know, no. but and you hit somebody with a gun in your hand, then the next thing you know, you're, I mean, even though it's yeah. innocent, the guy deserved it, whatever. He had a gun. It's There's just, a attempted murder. Yeah, it's just a whole lot of hassle. It's just a big. That's it. Yeah, a whole lot of hassle. Lawyers are involved. That's a good story. So you don't do that anymore. But. Dude, I hate stupid people, and I cling to that story. <laughs> yeah, I have no patience for stupidity, none at all. And I guarantee you, my brother's listening, and I guarantee you he's going to say the exact same thing where he doesn't have that patience either. And I don't know if it's a Tom characteristic or what, but the common sense thing, I get it. When you don't have common sense, I just don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> your elevator, this is logical to me. Yeah, your elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. We can't be friends. We can't, no. we can't be friends. No. This is this is not going to work out. I can promise you that. Like, I was flabbergasted <laughs> that the guy ran right up to us after that. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it, and it, no, no apology. Like it was no nothing, nothing wrong. Yeah, it was nothing wrong. Like, yeah. like it blows, <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. The spoils of war right there. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's a good story. Thanks for sharing that. See? Wasn't that cool? <laughs> that was a great so story. So in no way do we condone any, condone any kind of violence or any, no. any uh, always respectful but that was just a stupid dude. <laughs> you just <Yeah. laughs> and some people need to be told. Those to people will that. make hunters look bad every day of the week. So you've got to make sure that you let them know you're a stupid person. Do not do that well, again. I, I tell you, there was a guy, the guy we used to hunt with, uh, was hunting out west. Um, I won't mention any names or nothing. Just, but he had a very serious conversation with somebody out there because that guy used his gun as a set of binoculars. Oh, and you don't do so that my, either. My friend, uh, he had his his binoculars up and he was scanning and scoping around looking for 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 deer, or whatever. And he happened to, to see a individual, and and the guy I know was full orange, like you know, like uh, he was supposed to be. And this guy scoped him from from across whatever with with uh, high powered rifle, oh. and uh, his excuse was, "Well, I didn't have binoculars." <laughs> that's a firearm you know, you're pointing at a person well, that's, that's that was the conversation i don't know the context of of, of the passions of the conversation but that that was it he was yep. at west and and i didn't have binoculars he says but so i just wanted to see you know what, what who you were or what you were and my, my friend there, the guy I know, said, uh, you better go invest yourself, <laughs> invest yeah. instead of an octopus because you better not be doing and that I, to I the people. I have to postlude this whole conversation with, I, I feel the way that we do our gun licensing nowadays really instills that stupidity out of people. Yeah, I like think it's, so too. It's unbelievable. I, we went to a, a gun show down in Michigan and it's like a, a massive fair, like tables. It was where the, the Detroit Pistons played at the Auburn palace of Auburn Hills. And yeah. so we go in and there's, there's tables and tables that like rows and rows and rows of vendors with guns. And so what do you want to do when you pick up a gun? Well, you want to, you want to shoulder it and see how it comes up. And I'm a shotgun guy. So I want to put this up and see if it comes up to where I can shoot it. Right. So here I pick up the gun. Well, it is so packed. There are so many people, so many tables. Like this place is insane. I can't put the gun up. I, I'm trying to figure out. So I end up aiming up at the sky, right? To see if the gun goes up. Well, then I go to put it down and I'm not, it's almost, well, it's not almost, it is second nature. Like it was, it, it's just instinct. I could not put this gun down because I want to set it down and I'm going to point it in the direction of somebody because there's people right. 360 degrees and I'm fighting with myself trying to put this on the table and I can't. And the guy that's running the booth grips it out of my hand and puts it down looking at me like I'm, I was like stuttering with it for like a minute and a yeah. half. And he's like, but you're, that, a, but that's you're an idiot. But, in this race. but it, no, it is. But and so I will give our gun course credit on that. Right. It's just second yeah. nature. It's like, you don't even think you just know you just don't. And however, they've done that they do it well because i'll tell you i don't point a gun in an unsafe direction it's just it's done that well so when my you have know that i yeah. mean when i'm cleaning the guns around the house i you know because i clean my guns so i'm like some people but i when i when i clean the guns <laughs> yeah. I, in the I field use sometimes as, <laughs> yeah, sometimes in the field yeah sometimes we'll get there <laughs> but, but the uh uh the, that that message is instilled in my kids you know, from guns are not to be feared; they're to be respected. They're to be used as, as as tools, and we we can have fun with them, but we need to be safe. 
and that's yeah. it. And 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 assume all firearm is loaded and do not point a gun loaded or unloaded at a person. Yep. Period. <laughs> that's it. There. We've done so. our we've done our disclaimer. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> so that was our Good. public safety message for yeah. today. Thank it's you very a, much. Normally, uh, sitting around the fire, like we say, this sitting around the campfire having a conversation. I'm not sure we would have ventured there, <laughs> but because we're trying to make sure that whoever listens to this knows that this is not normal for hunters, folks. Yeah, these are it. anomalies that we make sure mm-hmm. we nip in the bud, but they really don't happen anymore because of our gun courses no. now. I believe they've done well. Anyway, all right, Bill, what did you do this week? Well, I tell you what, I'm not going to talk about my Thursday and Friday because I had two days off work and they were fantastic. <laughs> no, 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 no. I at least want what? to bring up your Friday. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Friday was a great day. Yeah. So how was that a great day? Well, it snowed, first of all. So you uh, had Friday off during a hunting season, multiple. I mean, there's coyotes that's open. Oh, that's There's true also too. rabbits yeah. that are open. But there. instead of that, Bill, what did you choose? Choose, C-H-O-O-S-E, we, we to do. We booked this in advance. We went to the Scandinave Spa in Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> I was the biggest real redneck at the Scandinave Spa. And I loved I'm pretty sure that's a title you can hold that I <laughs> It isn't really that that hard to beat. <laughs> well, I tell you, just for everybody who doesn't, uh, who gets this picture of what Todd does at spas with his hair and all that stuff, because oh. I find it funny that during the exact same time when I was at that, you were looking for a new hair clipper, a set of hair clippers for doing something with your. No, your I had an ad on Facebook. My That's phone okay, listens to me. Somebody said haircut and it came up some cool haircuts, and I'm like, hey, yeah, right. I might want one of these. Anybody want to give me some uh, some weigh in on this? But yeah, so. I, Bill's so like, oh, I know. I'm going rabbit hunting with Todd on Saturday. Well, I better hit the spa on Friday. Spa. I, I can't yeah. go have my nails all out of sorts. Right. And and Wendy will, will back me on this one because Wendy's been to the Scandinavian spa in Collingwood. And there's two things that you couldn't do. One, be quiet because the Scandinavian spa is, is, is a place where you need to be quiet. Sounds like a boring place Big to signs me. signs everywhere. <laughs> quiet zone. No. They had the quiet see, police. That's, that's my, they even put signs up because that's my problem rules are made to be broken bill and you well, tell that, that was, i, I have a say problem the thing, i have a problem with authority to read. Yeah. So. <laughs> is it in braille <laughs> i have a problem yeah. with authority so if you put a sign yeah. up i'm i'm gonna struggle i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna be like no <laughs> being loud whoops sorry i was reading the sign <laughs> yeah that's why you know but the, the scandinavian spa is uh, is hot pools, hot tubs, uh, and cold, <laughs> and then eucalyptus. Like, have you ever seen the uh, uh, apocalypse now when the guy goes, the horror, the horror? Like, you can't see in there. It's awesome. Gets into your lungs. There's a, a infrared sauna. There's a, um, the one with the, the wood fired and rocks and. I tell Dude, you what, I, I, I was not a, a muscle. What you're talking about? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. There was not a muscle or a bone in my body that had an acre of pain until Saturday. <laughs> so I, everything good I did for you myself did on the Friday. Wrong, you did it in the wrong order. Yeah, absolutely, I did. I, everything good I did for myself on Friday, I undid. On Saturday. That's too funny. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, we're going rabbit hunting. Bill's got to hit then, the uh, spa. Saturday morning. <laughs> Saturday morning, I get up at 4.30 in the morning to what I thought was going to be a, a phone call to Todd saying, I'm not coming. Because freezing rain and snow and blowing. And I said, 
it's got to get better the the further or closer to you I, I get and and I was right I mean it, it, it was miserable here when I left the, the, the snow I had to uh, had to fight through it but by the time I got down to Vaughn uh, it was fine I'll give you props took, Bill because like yeah. back in the day when I was a teenager we used to say skate or die you, you were you were hunt or die I tell you yeah, what, that's it. <laughs> you yeah. ventured out on those roads, hunt or die. Well done. Well, I mean, it just, it, it brought back memories, which I'll tell a story of another day when I was coming from uh, Windsor, when I used to live down there to Long Point, where we went for a duck hunt and it was equally as bad, uh, where my car <laughs> back then, the snow was so bad that it lifted my car off the ground and then set it back down. That, that's how much snow there was. This didn't, it wasn't exactly like that, but there was enough snow and the distance was, was long enough that I said, we're going to try it. And uh, if I get to Vaughn and it's no good, I'll turn back. And then I said, if I get to Kitchener, Cambridge, it's no good. I'll, I'll turn back. And, and you know what? It worked out. And Eventually, I am you're so at my glad, house. So yeah. glad I got uh, I got there. I was only an hour late. I was going to say, <laughs> I was ready an hour early and yeah. you were an hour late. So I actually finished watching the Leafs game. Yeah. Before you, you got there, I did. I did. So yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good morning for me too. I had some solitude. It was kind of like a spa, but for men, sitting mm-hmm. on my couch with coffee and hockey. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, yeah we got there. So we got there, and uh, know, it was really good to see you too. Because, and you even said you wished you lived closer, and we all do because we don't get together enough in person. I agree with that. You know, like I mean, don't get I don't know if for, I mean just barbecues and fun things either. It's we're. You're coming down for a specific activity, like a goose hunt. And it's a, a rush. Hunt. It'd be nice yeah. for us to get together, like for a family get together and barbecue and have fun. And and uh, it's quite a drive for you, and it's, it's a horrendous drive. Yeah, I enjoy the I enjoy the. The, the time that we get to spend there and I enjoy the company and I don't know if your wife could put up with me that much, uh, uh, but, uh, but I would, than us going up there. And, she puts up with me and your wife putting yeah. up with us. That's, you know, but Candace would welcome some men in the house. I think no, I you think we, so, we'd probably you? get there to like a honeydew list. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like did you your stove fixed by the way? Did so was fixed before yeah. we got home from rabbit hunting, I think, or no, I'd probably, <laughs> but, <laughs> So we went. So we went. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where we went. If you told me right now to go to the exact spot we went, we went I tell you. to my family farm. Yeah, well, I, I was going to leave that to you. Just we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that family farm. Yeah. I mean, the guys that know me know where I where where it is and where we rabbit hunt. But I mean, they're respectful. So the ones that don't know me but aren't respectful, maybe <laughs> won't yeah. know where I'm talking. But yeah, we went to the family well, farm. Well, and I tell you, you know, the, I had no idea what to expect because I've I've shot rabbits before. I've shot two rabbits in my entire entire life. One time was uh, I think I've told the story a couple times on the podcast. You, you couldn't eat it. Uh, I couldn't see anything but the the body. I couldn't see the head at all. And and I was a young kid, first deer hunt ever. We took a break from doing deer drives and I went for a walk in the woods and I saw a rabbit. I'm like, I'm gonna bring something back to the camp. And I brought back mush. It was nothing. <laughs> You shot him with your high-powered rifle? 
Uh, no, I shot it with a 12 gauge. I had oh, okay. 12 gauge, uh, uh, but I shot it at about 10 yards. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Full body, full body <laughs> with a 12 gauge, seven and a half, and there was nothing uh, left. I was proud as everything to bring that back, and my dad looked at it and said, there is nothing we can do with this. We're going to say our respects and, and, and get rid of it. <laughs> so then the second time was on a goose hunt with that, uh, you know, I shot one, brought it home. It was the best thing that we ever put in the stew pot and it was not hunting anywhere close to what you and I did and I got to say it was it was it was a phenomenal experience so you want to get into where we start yeah well I, I guess we start with how we started so have you yeah. so you never hunted like that like rabbit hunting never. like like that nope. so so no. that's the only way I've ever rabbit hunted. Now you introduced me to something new and it was just the way they're sitting, I think, because I've never been, maybe it's my personality that patient and my, all of my rabbit hunting time that, that taught me was with dad. And so dad, when we're going through the woods, he's a bull in a China shop. And I've even had buddies say, I want to be like your dad. Like he just goes, there's thorn bushes and crap. He just pushes through. And if you're too close, you're getting smacked in the face. I mean, that's just how <laughs> it is. Those branches are coming back. And so he, that's, that's how I rabbit hunted. As well we go in we we tra- now we do it in, in together so that you got a guy watching and you got one kick in the brush but so we parked there's 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 tracks that lead up to my family farm and so we'll hunt the edge of the tracks all the way and they're they're not used anymore i've been ripped out yada 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 so we'll hunt up to all the way up to the family farm and then we go into the woods on the family farm and so hunting with dad i've always hunted the woods and where there's, you know, I don't want to say it's what new or fresh trees, but uh, always close to the edge of a field. And then where there's lots of brush piles, bramble or trees falling down like logs where the rabbits will hide up underneath the log jams. And so that's been our success in, in the woods. When I started hunting with Scotty, he introduced me to the tracks and it just so happens that the family farm has tracks leading to it. So you get the best of both worlds. So it just depends on, and, and now that I've yeah. hunted both, I find it depends on the day if they're more out in the woods or more out along the tracks. And so yeah, really, hunting, you know what? I heard what you guys were talking about leading up to this hunt. And I figured 99% of our success would have been with those tracks. Yeah. And it depends. And, I, I think it depends on the weather. And I, I was concerned because you were coming down and it was, I mean, I, I want some snow on the ground. I don't want a lot of snow because the rabbits won't come out. They won't run. They can't get moving really good on the snow and I'll find they'll hunker close to their hole. Right. And, and, and not come out yeah. much. If there's a dusting though, I love a dusting because I can see their brown bodies against the white snow. Perfect. If there's no snow, right. it's pretty tough because there's rabbits out. You just can't see them. So <laughs> it's like flashes of brown. So we had snow and I was concerned because we had a good, I don't know, would you say two inches and then a crust on top? I'd say, yeah. And I think the it was crust, tough, tough, tough walking. It, bit, yeah, but. it was tough walking. I think the crust on top saved us because the rabbits, they normally with two inches of, of powder snow, it'd be a little tougher for them because it, they'd be sinking. But with that crust on top, they could run on it. Now, where I was really concerned was the wind. And on a windy day, like they feel that cold too. I find that they're, they're not out that much. And it said there was going to be lots of wind. But the way we went, there was no wind. And no, so, yeah, like it was, it was great. That, and the sun even started to come out around 10 o'clock, which was, was wicked. But yeah, we got there about 8.30, quarter to nine. And That's right. so we hit the tracks and started going. And normally we'll put up a couple on the tracks heading up to the family farm. And we only put one out and it was right close to the family farm. And normally we'd put out a, a few before that. So I was feeling a little, uh Oh, yeah. my, my well, feelings you know might've been right that this was going to be a, a bit of a, a tough hunt, but 
but that that first one you know i, I you know you were a pretty good uh, guide there i'm, I'm sorry could you say bit. that again not not that i want no, to sound I, cocky you didn't hear but. you didn't hear all of what i said you only listened to <laughs> what was important i said but a pretty good guide for the most part is what <laughs> the i said most, for so. the most part now i, <laughs> well, I i'm always about bettering myself so i really as this right. goes on i need you to point out where i wasn't <laughs> carry more shells that's all i'm gonna say but um so <laughs> the uh, the first rabbit that you, that you kicked up uh, as, as a as a good guide i was walking the tracks and, and you were pretty um pumped up to try to get me a rabbit which was just cool so you're walking down in the in in the lower portion of the track yeah, kicking up five brush. yards off the side of the tracks right in the in the in yeah. the junk right you got we got i don't know ragweed i call it and then there's some little trees that have blown over and and little trees standing up with vines all around them. And that's the brush yeah. that the rabbits are in. So I was going through and kicking that like crazy thinking, my gosh, Bill, you stay up on the tracks. You keep an eye down on this little, little ravine or up on the, uh, it, it went up and down kind of, and you just keep an eye in front of me. Cause I'm going to push them forward and you look for that movement, hammer them. And so, and yeah, it's exactly how it worked out. And it was, I envisioned it to, to driving and blocking deer. You know, when you push a little bush, you know, you get your, your driver going through there and your blockers on the other end and that's just the two of us we work together for for the for the entire hunt but this one you know just for the first first rabbit you kicked that rabbit up and all i could hear was rabbit and you took two shots and missed and then that <laughs> no that no no. Rabbit- so, no so let me clarify oh, let me ask you, did he have a, did he have enough shells to get through the day well, uh, hold the phone. Hold on. Scott, did he have enough shells to get through the day? No. I he did. Not. He did. I, I just nipped his head in the truck. Surprised because he never, he never came over to my place to see what I had. And I thought, I wonder what he's using for him. I've yeah. got flats of 20 gauge in there right now. And I'm using the 20 gauge side by side. So, first thing, I'm using a 20 gauge to Bill's um, 12 gauge. But anyway, so, so no, 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 because I'm guiding and Bill has made this long trek. Let me tell you, I have never in my life found it. I I now realize how difficult it is to aim a shotgun like a rifle when you just want to take out the left side of their feet. You don't want to actually hit the rabbit because you want to slow them down so that the person you're guiding for can get, can get a better chance. Let Bill tell the story. And and you want to careen them so that when you put it up on their left side, they run to the towards your right. buddy yeah. that you're yeah, guiding exactly for. So those two shots, say, if we, if, you look at the feet, I kept, wanted, them. Yeah. Yeah, there's, kept them. Yeah, there's eights, number eights in their paws, but you go on. Right. Yeah. So that, that's all horse hockey. He he was looking to shoot that rabbit. A second, they poked its head right out of the brush pile. Exactly. It wasn't poking no head out. It was moving. It that moved, thing was it moved fifteen fast. yards and gone. And I had and I had enough time to see it when he he yelled rabbit. I think I was screaming rabbit, shots. rabbit! It's coming. Yeah, you were. And, it's and it was gonna coming, go over and, the and tracks. You, what you said was it, uh, before we started that what they're going to want to do is trade trade the sides of the tracks. They're going to kick out of that brush. They're going to come up the side of the tracks, and then you being on top of the tracks, you just got to find them and find them and shoot them. That's exactly what. Get them before they get on the other side. Uh, yeah, and and I did. You know, I took the first shot, and I don't know if I missed the first shot or it, it didn't hit him hard enough, but I hit him on the second one right in the noodle, and down he went. And that was the first. I will say, day. it was a headshot. It was clean, aside from the pellets in the feet from me. It that headshot, <laughs> super clean. 
it was clean Tell and me. and i tell you that kicked off her day and you were nervous then because you thought that was going to be it <laughs> with, with the, but i was good because i said hey pressure's off now right yeah you did so pressure was off in your mind you could shoot whatever we uh we saw which didn't turn out but we walked <laughs> walked down a little bit further and and you know what i, I ended up seeing rabbits before like the sitting, seeing rabbits just sitting. Uh, yeah. We, okay. Uh, so this is what I'm saying. I've never done. My dad told me my grandfather used to hunt with a 22, and he wouldn't kick the bush. He'd walk really slow and look, look for their eyeball, the marble, and then from that eyeball, it would the rabbit would take shape around it. He put the 22 up, up, done. Go pick it up, and he's good to go. I've never hunted that way. I've hunted, walk up, kick the brush, rabbit runs out, shoot the rabbit. And yeah, so you're like, Todd, there's I, one right there. I would go with my dad when I was a kid. My job, I couldn't carry a gun. I wasn't old enough to hunt. My job was jump the brush piles, but I couldn't jump the brush pile until he walked around it looking for that sitting rabbit because he had a 22. And if he saw the eyeball and it took shape, and he'd get the rabbit. If he didn't see an eyeball sitting anywhere, then he'd get me up on top. And uh, he was still able to bring down a few rabbits on the run with that 22, but that's all he hunted with. But I just jumped the brush pile only if he didn't see one sitting. And that's the way I started out rabbit hunting. Just well, along well I'll tell you, Bill's seen, Todd, there's a rabbit right there. Like, where are you looking, Bill? Right there, under that log. What? And sure enough, there's a rabbit sitting right there. And that's right not there. my style, right? I'd have been in there yeah. kicking it and, and hoping that sucker ran out. But I think yeah. because it, they were sitting tight, they normally don't they sit were. that tight, right? So yeah. they'd be they'd be launching before you're within 10 yards of you getting close. They'd be taking off. And, then and I think there was there was times where you and I had that too because there was brush yep. piles, there was brush piles that, that we we saw and we were like that that's got to hold a rabbit into it, and that one one I got I was laughing so hard I couldn't even take the shot hardly, and I missed <laughs> I can tell you I missed because I was laughing so hard. Todd comes up to the brush pile and I can just see it in 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 my head. And you know you're in trouble when your feet are above your head. That's all I saw. <laughs> His feet went up from I underneath said to, Well, I said to Bill, I said, okay, there's a good brush pile on the side hill here. It yeah. always holds rabbits. I'll wait till you get clear. And so he was coming along the bottom, and it was probably, what, a 10, 15-yard drop for this, yeah, this little was. side hill. And this brush is on the side hill. And the rabbits, they hang up in that. It's like a little thicket of thorns and crap. And so I'm like, there's going to be one there. When you get clear, let me know, and then I'll stomp on it. So I start moving up, and I get to the edge, and I thought, okay, I'm going to take one more step, and then I'll, I'll wait for Bill, and he'll be ready. Well, that next step, there was a stick that went down the edge of that hill that was solid ice, and my foot hit that. I went straight up in the air, <laughs> hit the ground, and I hear Bill yelling, rabbit! And I stood up as fast as I could to watch the stupid rear end of it running away. Oh, it was funny, huh? We call that the Don Millard butt stomp, butt drop. Yeah. I don't know. We got to, we got to name it. Cause yeah, I was the dad Todd on Millard that one. Two step is what I call that. Todd Millard two step. But hey, being the guide, I put a rabbit out. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I wasn't ready for it, but, uh, and, and it showed because I, between laughing and, and, and the fat, the speed of that rabbit, we might've got that one later on because we pushed Bush quite a bit and then traded and, and, uh, yeah, no, that, that, that one jumped right out of the bush and, uh, and I missed it. But leading up to that, we had shot, I think one more before we got to that brush pile. Cause we, we'd just come into the, uh, the family farm and then all of a sudden, you kicked a rabbit up and it 
<laughs> well, actually, you didn't kick it up. It, it was, was just in front there. of us. And you're like, there goes one. There it goes. There it goes. And it's running away. We just see white tail. And you're like, it's going to cross the, it's going to cross the path. It's going to cross the path. Right. And so we both lined up and waited and it crossed the path. I, it was probably what? 55, 60 yards up there. Oh, it, was, it was a good, good boom, and, and snow lit up around it. We're like, did we get it? We don't know. It's way up there. So I yeah, think we, we ended came. up getting it. We ended up getting that one, and that was the the, the the gun malfunction that I had. I mean, I've never done that in my entire life before. <laughs> Give Todd an opportunity to sabotage my gun, and he did that right on the spot. I tell you. So, I had, uh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Well, I just want to say. I had shot a rabbit there. That, that, I had shot that rabbit because you – you would chase it back into the bush and and missed it twice again. And it came right up and then it saw me and stopped. I was a good guy. Probably 15 yards. 50, yeah, good, good guy. 15 yards right in front of me. I don't mind shooting them on the run, but I don't mind shooting them sitting still either. So <laughs> I wasn't waiting for it to take flight. A rabbit in the hands were two running in the bush. That's what I my thought. Exactly. And it only took one shell to shoot that instead of two. And I was running low on ammunition. So I, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, you're like, oh, I only got seven shells left. I'm like seven. We're good, man. You know, you're, well, we're all right. You're only allowed 10 rabbits between the two of us. Well, and that was it. You know, I don't know if it was my confidence level in the guide or not, but I didn't bring that many shells. I brought two boxes of shells, but with me in my pocket, I only had I don't know, uh, two thirds of a box of the shells. So maybe maybe 18 shells total I had in my, my pocket. I don't think you started with that many. Probably not. No, I, I think, think you so. started with like 11. 10 or yeah, 11, not many. even. It wasn't many at all. But the one shell that I, I put in the gun, I put in backwards. Uh, I, I put it in the tubular magazine and I just, I don't know what I was thinking. I've never done that as long as I've been hunting. I shoved the shell in backwards. I didn't even get it all the way in the magazine. I thought now I'm in trouble. So luckily not to sound cocky or arrogant or anything, but your, your rabbit guide is also an amateur gunsmith. Right. Yeah. To, to a point where I would believe that because (laughs) when we get the gun put apart, pulled apart and put back together, now I can only chuck two shells into the... But I was able to get that shell out, was I not? Yeah, you you were. You were able to get that shell out. It just teaches me I need to carry more tools and not rely on my guide. We we were almost heading over to the family farm. (laughs) We were. We we just said that and we grabbed a stick and tried to get things working, but then that shell popped out and I had the gun completely apart, all of it apart, sitting in the middle of the path, uh, just uh, frozen snow and stuff. And then we start putting it back together and I, we got it all in there. We did. I even said to you, I even said to you this piece this way, right? Yep. Dropped it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dropped it in. And that piece that I said that to was right. But there was a, a one piece that was in that gun that I found out on Sunday morning when I cleaned the guns was in upside down and backwards. And that was the only piece that you put in that gun. So I call sabotage because you only had two shells that you could use. You needed to make sure that I only had two shells. That's what it was. <laughs> See, I'll let you have that. But I will say I was just happy. We even said this, that. A good hunting partner is happy even when you get to shoot rabbits. Well, I'll give you that. And that was probably, honestly, that was part of the, the fun was being able to to work as a team to, to go through. You know, we're not, we're not, we weren't hunting as individuals. You know, I ended up shooting more than you did, but at the same time, we both worked hard. <laughs> you know, I didn't run under shells like Define you did, but we shooting. both were. So you don't know, Bill, like I'm telling you, did you keep any feet? 
Dad, you kept some of the feet, right? You got to check them. Check the feet. (laughs) Check the feet. Check the feet. I can tell you for sure, uh, I've got rabbit pelts in my garage. And those two of those rabbit pelts, one of them for sure, I couldn't uh, take the the inside skin off because it was so full of holes. So I think that one had to be (laughs) one one of them. Here we go. (laughs) I just missed the feet on the way, and then you finished it off. I was a little high. But But yeah, we... awesome. I mean, dad, there was one time that we were coming up, we came up that same side hill because we normally, when I'd hunt there, I hunt with Scotty or hunt with dad, we'll come down into there and we'll do a big loop and go back and then go the other side of the tracks. And that's that. But because we had rabbits move it, like we ended up with five spoiler alert. We ended up with five rabbits, but I think we seen 15 to 20. Yeah, I would say the the numbers are quite high, and it, it's not that we got shots at fifteen or twenty. We would there was rabbits that we pushed that, you know, they just beat us. We we were looking to go into the the the, the brush to the right to the left, and all of a sudden it. it it was gone before we got there. Movement. And then there was other times. Yep. But then there was other times we basically stepped on a, uh, almost stepped on one before it would get moving. Yeah. You know, so it, it was, it was kind of weird. There was no consistency to, to, to where yeah, the rabbits whether were they're sitting tight or, or out, out frolicking. Like it was bizarre. That's what I mean. They're either usually either sitting tight or they're out moving. So your eyes and the, where that is a problem is when they're sitting tight. Well, then, you know, you got time. You can go jump b- brushes and you really got to stomp on, yeah. on the thicker brushes and really watch for them to, to bust. You don't have to be looking ahead. Now, if they're not sitting tight, you got to be looking ahead. You don't need to worry about looking right close to you because they're, they're already wary. You're coming up and they're way, they're running ahead. And that's when I find it's even easier because you're watching way up there and you can see the movement and choreograph where they're going to go and, and be able to pick them off. But this, this last Saturday uh, with a mix of both, you didn't know whether to look right below your feet or look ahead. So the ones looking that were flying up ahead, you were looking down at your feet. And when you're looking down at your feet, they're gone way up ahead. Vice versa, like you're looking way up. Then they're, they're jumping out right below you and they're beating you getting behind brush again. And it, oh, it was, so it was fun. Don't get me wrong. When you're putting yeah, that many rabbits down, there was one time we came up that hill and we had already kicked the brush once and we went back to right. it and we put two rabbits out. Two more. And yeah, we two put, more came out one out. went Bill's way and one went my way and, and, and Bill missed his. Um, so Come on. we said at that time, <laughs> all right, let's split up. You go find yours. You go chase yours down. I'll go chase mine down. And then I'll meet you back at the, at the top. And okay, well, we to just to, to piggyback off our comment of, of hunt a good hunting partner, and, and really, I want to I want to get to this is what makes you successful rabbit hunting is is a what we talked about the the the, the landscape right along the tracks yeah, in that bramble sure. from this podcast you should have gotten where the rabbits sit now right under fallen logs on the edge of the fields on the yeah. edge of the tracks on the edge of pathways where it's really thick easy brush. access and 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 in that thick brush so typically in the middle of a hardwoods. You're not going to find rabbits. Don't even waste your time walking through hardwoods, right? It's it's edge of the fields and, and stuff like that and, and down brush. So that and the other side is the, the most successful thing is your hunting partner. If you got a guy that is selfish and, and thinking, you know, I, their thought pattern. We said this while we were hunting. When you're hunting with somebody that their thought process is, I've got to shoot a rabbit no matter what. I've got to get that rabbit. That 
overtake somebody, when they want to harvest something so bad, they don't care about you and they're gone and take off yeah. on their own. And when they're pushing bush, they're pushing it for themselves, not to like when I was jumping on brushes, I'm kind of angling to make sure, okay, I got to make sure that this comes out so I can shoot it in the foot and push it towards Bill. And that yeah. was my thought process, right? Get it towards Bill, not how am I going to do this so I can you shoot a rabbit? Ridiculous you sound. And I, I'm just telling it how it is. I mean, <laughs> this is, this is how I don't it, think he does. How many, how problem. many rabbit guides I are out there? I don't like guys that don't have common sense. And I'm your, sh- and oh, I want to thank you because nobody with any common sense has believed how many rabbit? How many rabbit guides are out there? That can right. I, I, there's not many of us out there. This is what we do, and this is why there's not many out there. You have to be really, really good with a shotgun to be able to supply your clients right. with the rabbits. The slow them, give them the. You got to slow them down. down. Give them good, good opportunities. Give them nice, yeah. wide open shots. But, but no. So but let me, let in, me in, in all honesty, question. we said that. So, well, ho- okay, go ahead. So, was that the theory? No, no, I the whole day. <laughs> the whole day. Yeah, okay. So I know where you're so, going. Yeah. We'll get there in a minute, Bill. But uh, anyway, so so to finish my point, when we split up, time. when we split up, you went one way. I went, we we only made it probably ten yards uh, apart, and we ended yeah. up coming back together. And we're like, you know what? I had this feeling as I'm going that way. Even if I jump this rabbit, I'm not going to no get point. a shot at it. Like this is point. Yeah. I need you, Bill, to be up there blocking. And not that I haven't hunted rabbits alone. I have, and that's it's tough because they're going to run. 20 yards on the other side of that bread. Well, they're already 20 yards and rabbits are fast, man. I mean, they, yeah, they can move when fast. they want to move. So it's tougher. And I've been able to, to shoot rabbits when I've been on my own, not as successful, but I'm, I'm, I then hunt selfishly. But when you're with somebody, oh my gosh, I didn't want to be a part. And, and I came back and I'm like, Hey Bill, where are you? And you were like, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I was I'm, already coming yeah, back I'm because like, I was like, I don't it, think it wasn't even, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. And that's, I no. said, I don't think we should split up. And you said, well, that's why I'm walking back to you. I'm thinking I don't want to yeah. split up either. And, and, and so we and shared the, that. And so when you have a, a, that is the most important thing. I think when you're hunting rabbits is that partner that they're not overcome with, I've got to shoot a rabbit. They've got to be overcome with, we got to shoot a rabbit. Yeah. And that, and that was the whole point was, was getting like, the, the, it was a shared success when, when, when we pushed the, and actually oh, I'm when clinging we came, to that we, shared we success comment. I'm clinging to that. You carry well, on. That's what it was. I mean, when we came back together there, we actually, it wasn't, wasn't two minutes after that, that we kicked the rabbit up. And you missed it twice, and I shot it. So <laughs> like, yeah, that shared success, it wouldn't okay. have happened. And that it, one was close. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that one, I don't. Now I do think I might have wounded it because you ended up shooting that one when it was stopped, right? No, because I that's the not. one that was, I then unloaded eight more shells at. No, that was the second. That was the one immediately after that. Honestly, that was immediately after that because the one that was stopped, I hit that one, and I thought it was graveyard dead I, it, was, oh, it, was. I it was it just ran up behind a tree because i found it right it, 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 that's right it was done that's right yeah, yeah. That, that one and then the second one uh, uh that we, we it peeled around yeah i got it and it came back and i could see and, and i learned from my previous experience because that one came peeled back around you had already you took two shots you kicked it up took two shots and it kept moving Hit it in its foot. you went around and it stopped underneath the tree and you said and Don't i could move. see nothing <laughs> yeah. yeah and i and i and i couldn't see anything of it besides the body like I, and i learned from my experience i said todd i can't take the shot 
and you moved and it ran and then I had a clear shot hit it and it I thought it was graveyard did. Yeah, you done. went to pick it up and it jumped and it, up <laughs> and took off but it could it, it made it 10 yards and fell again. But I yeah, thought oh you I, broke I, its I back like shot. when you make a bad shot at times and and forgive forgive us we try to dispatch them as fast as possible and harvest them yep. and, and show tried. them no disrespect. Um but uh, often you if you hit it in the back end it can drag itself a little bit with its front feet or you break its back it just lays there and you got to quickly put it out of its misery so to That's speak. Right. And this, I'm, it's the, it's the dark side of hunting and it happens, right? You make a bet. You always want to make a good shot, but when you make a bad one, you just efficiently then go and, and harvest, finish it and harvest it as fast as possible out of respect. Yep. And so, so I went to go this one that, that I thought was done and I've never seen a rabbit come back to life. It's laying there. You got right down to grab its feet I did. and that thing <laughs> sprung to life and scared the crap out of you and took yep. off 10 yards <laughs> and just drove itself through the snow like a plow and then dropped again. And I went, what the heck? So you ran up to grab it and it did it again. And I thought, there's no way you're, you're picking this up. So (laughs) now I'm being cognizant and I don't want to mess up the body and put it because now we're close and and I've got a tight, tight choke and I'm going, uh, so (laughs) I put it just above its ears and pulled the trigger and over top of it. And it took off again. Yep. Eight, eight shots later, I finally eight shots, <laughs> eight, shots eight and a and hundred yards. <laughs> that thing. And that's right. And at the end of that, you had one shell left. <laughs> I had, I had one shell and you had and I, one shell. And I had one we were shell both left down too. to one shell. <laughs> we are a thousand yards from the truck. We have rabbits running everywhere. We're not at our limit yet. It's the most, hurtful thing when we're but we're laughing because it was still an awesome day to that point (laughs) one shell in our guns oh that was excellent yep yeah and we came back to the the train tracks and we we kind of made a plan as we're heading back to the truck and i headed down to the bottom oh yeah Uh, i said there might be a rabbit that when when we get up here there's been some rabbits down the bottom and that one i should have had I honestly, I don't know, man, you stepped down the bottom before you hit the bottom. That rabbit came shooting out from the right and I stood up on top and we're talking the bottom now where, where you went down, going back towards the truck along the tracks. It's probably 50 yards down. Like it's, it it was was a drop. And so you were kind of skipping down the side hill to get to the bottom right against the tracks. I mean, you're still only five yards from the track, but straight down and and the soon as you weren't even halfway down the bottom and that rabbit shot out to the right and went down and I waited and okay, there's an open shot. Boom. And that rabbit kept going. And there was my one shell. And I waited because done. I only had one shell. Yep. And that rabbit kept on and moving. We watched and it him. was gone. It was gone, gone. He took off yeah. 150 yards on the fly. And then we, we went all the way back. I, I tried pushing that at that point. I become now I'm really the guide because I got yep. no shells. You got one shell, I got no shells, and we walked all the way back with me pushing the bush and never never had a rabbit on that side of the track no, back to and the it truck. Didn't, it's not like I had an opportunity to miss because I've done that more than my share on Saturday, but we uh, we didn't get a opportunity. I went back to the truck, had one shell left in my pocket, so I didn't run out of shells. <laughs> and then and, then, uh, and that was a that was our hunt. We had a we had a great great hunt and we could have could have should have but i tell you i don't care if we didn't because it was five rabbits in the back of the pickup truck and you were happy you uh, shot four i was ecstatic yeah, i can I admit it are you coming yeah. back first? say again are you coming back 
Oh yeah. If you'll have me, I'll, I'll gladly be back. It yeah. was, it was a good morning. We had rabbits everywhere. It was pretty wicked. They were flying all over. I mean, normally we're in and out of that bush, but we kept, we circled that bush like four times. Cause every time we came around, kicked the same brush, there was more rabbits. It was just like, yeah. they were breeding on the spot. It was uh, it was a, a very good experience for me because I found out Mr. Workout seven days a week, 18 days a week, whatever it is, needed to take his breaks, Don. One thing I it forgot to do. It was absolutely amazing to me that his cardio is terrible. And I thought my cardio was bad. So, so now I have to be kind of cocky and arrogant and say that I run a 5K in 28 minutes. I have a video picture evidence of this. But it's bulk season, Bill. That and, didn't mean and a I'm, darn thing. I'm ten pounds heavier right now. <laughs> well, yeah, and doing right. and doing no and, and cardio. Case, I'm fifteen pounds. And my biggest <laughs> my biggest downfall was the fact that I got into the hockey game before you came, and I realized <laughs> afterwards, after like even after you left, I I hadn't eaten anything. Rookie, it yeah, was three okay. o'clock in the afternoon, and I hadn't had a lick of food. You had a protein bar I had half on a the way. Bar. Half and, a protein. Did I have one on the way? And no. you had a hundred excuses as to why you needed to take breaks. <laughs> well, normally I hunt with Dad and Scott, Dad and or Scott, and 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 so I'm typically the kibbles and I think I said this to you when we were hunting. I'm typically <laughs> that little dog on the kibbles and bits. Going, kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits, and and they take so. When, when they take breaks, it's just, I get breaks. But this time, you kept me on my toes. It was like, oh, easy, easy, Tiger. I got I to gotta breathe here. But, I mean, that's just that's just evidence of a good guide. That it was somebody had it easy walking on the tracks, didn't need to take breaks. The other person was right. climbing up and down yeah. mountains and, and kicking over trees that are, yeah, you know, 12 inches in circumference. That's a nice leisurely Sunday or Saturday morning walk is yeah, what I had. Walking a Same shot, walking right. shot. <laughs> but even then, I didn't drink enough water either. My legs were starting to cramp up pretty good. Yeah, they were. And then the next day, how how were you getting out of bed Sunday morning? Tired. I said to Candace, I just undid everything I did on Friday. Good for <laughs> no, me. I, I no was, doubt. I was tired. Sunday, I had a nap Sunday afternoon just because it was... Had a nap! I could. Yep. I had a nice little nap for Super Bowl on Sunday. I, I relaxed. It was, I, I did some stuff with the rabbit hides. I'm going to tan those rabbit hides. I got them salting right now. Um, I'm not going to do it the way I normally did because I have a, a bottle of stuff I bought at Cabela's many, many moons ago that uh, I got to use it up. I want to try it to see if it's going to work. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But um, we'll see. <laughs> if see if it I'm, doesn't, you'll be back this Saturday and we'll shoot some more. That's it. Yeah. How was your wife? Did she uh, get over the fact that I skinned those rabbits out in her <laughs> Oh, she didn't care. We had uh, we had that rabbit for a Super Bowl and I cooked it. Oh, yeah. So was it? It, it was actually awesome. It was. Uh, I, yeah. I actually kept some for you, Dad. I have it in the fridge. The um, typically we do Dad's rabbit pie, which is really the only way I've ever ate the rabbit. At uh, this Wish time, I, I thought, Thank I wanna, you very much. Uh, uh, did you get it? Yeah, I did. I, yeah, thank you very much. I thought I want to roast it. Like Elmer Fudd always talked about roasted rabbit, right? And they always talk. So I'm going to roast this thing. So I, I just thought, you know what? I'm going to roast it like I do my venison roast. So I, I threw it in uh, with some olive oil. I just coated it in olive oil and, and some in a bit, bit in the pan, and then I put in um, balsamic vinegar just a bit and some soy sauce and then I think the key the factor that really tipped it over the top was I minced I minced some garlic cloves and I got mm. some butter and I melted down the butter a bit just not melted I can't remember what like a whipped 
butter. And then I put some uh, Italian spices in it, a little bit of Montreal steak spice in it, uh, a little bit of salt and pepper in it, a little bit of thyme, a little bit of rosemary, a little bit of lemon juice. And then I coated that sucker. And at every, I roasted it at 400 for 40 minutes. And every 10 minutes, and, and covered it with tinfoil. So it was like in a roasting pan, but covered over, not with the lid, but with the tinfoil. Every 10 minutes, I pulled it out. I basted it again, like covered it again with that butter concoction and flipped Look it. Looking ain't cooking, my friend. And Looking I, ain't cooking. <laughs> see, and that's, Scotty used to say that we're a kill it and grill it kind of folks. But I did that. And let me tell you what, that was, it was, I mean, rabbit's already my well, favorite dude. meat. And then yeah. you do that to it. It was just juicy. And oh my gosh, it was awesome. It was absolutely great. No, uh, no broken teeth from, from pellets. No, no, they're actually, you know what? It must've been the one I shot. Cause there wasn't much shot <laughs> at all. And no, I'm totally, I, I was picking pellets out as I was, as I was getting it ready. Um, I actually pulled and, and yeah. what shocked me, I pulled pellets out of the back leg and I pulled pellets out of the neck. Yeah. yeah we had, uh, right. Yeah. yeah I, had a, I had a couple like that too when I was preparing them, but I tell you, it didn't ruin much. There's not a, there's not a ton of meat on a rabbit, but there's enough that you can have a good taste in the feed. And oh, yeah. yep. I, I've got four rabbits uh, individually butcher paper wrapped and they're in the freezer because I just had way too much food to get through for, for this week. And uh, with that, uh, the pie recipe and maybe a stew or something, it's going to be a good rabbit feast when the time comes. Right. Huh? So. No, I appreciate the, the guide services, the hospitality, the, uh, the pepperettes that I got from your dad there were fantastic. I had two of them on the trip home. You did so, you like them? Did you enjoy them? They were goose, and I thought they turned out really good. Yeah, they did. They turned out real well. So that's they're being slowly consumed in my fridge here. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to hide them from the kids. <laughs> so, but yeah, well, that was that was great. And I tell you, I learned a lot. Uh, I was tired. It was a lot of work, but it was very rewarding. And uh, one of the things that we all need to take away is carry more shells. Carry, carry more <laughs> shells, <laughs> especially when you got a guide like Todd. Or be a better shot. One of the two. I'm not sure what I take away from that, but <laughs> one of the no, two. Carry more shells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fun hunting. You shoot five yeah. like in the first five minutes. I mean, well, that's not fun. Yeah, that's not fun. That's not fun. Yeah. There's a lot of space around those rabbits. So that was my problem. <laughs> but, well, but yeah, there you no, go. Good. So I don't know if we're, we're at our time, but thanks. Uh, we're at our time. Thanks for the hunt. Yeah. No. Hey, thanks for coming down. It was a, it was a blast. We're going to have to do it real soon again. I got to get, uh, I got to get Isaac out. My brother-in-law, Connor, he wants to get out. So I got to get them out too. And so then we'll have some more rabbit stories and you're always welcome. You know that. Well, Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it a lot. So great guys. Thanks. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.